Thank you, Pastor. Thank you so much, Pastor. Uh, I have two Swahili songs. One I'm going to teach you, and the other one I'll sing. I'll sing myself, and then uh, we'll go into the Word of God. Uh, this Swahili song, uh, Akuna. Can you? Can everyone say Akuna? There is no. Okay, Mungu is God. Mungu. Can you say Mungu? God. Okay. Akuna. Uh, uh, um, sorry. Kama wewe. Kama wewe. Like you. So, Akuna Mungu kama wewe. Can we say it? Akuna Mungu kama wewe. Once more. Akuna Mungu kama wewe. Okay, the song goes like Akuna Mungu kama wewe Akuna kama wewe Akuna Mungu kama wewe Akuna Mungu kama wewe there is no God like you. There is no God like you. There is no God like you. That's just a repetition of the very, very word. Just a few words. So, Akuna, there is no Mungu, God, Kama Wewe, like you. Can we try? <laughs> okay. Akuna Mungu, Kama Wewe, Akuna Kama wewe akuna mungu kama wewe akuna mungu kama wewe can we do it once more and then maybe you lift up the lip just your voice a little bit <laughs> you are doing very well okay Akuna Mungu kama wewe akuna kama wewe akuna Mungu kama we akuna Mungu kama wewe Thank you so much Wow Okay, this is uh, my person, and I love this song, singing every time, and wherever I am, praising the Lord. Bwana mungu, na shanga kabisa, niki kumbuka jenze vilivyo, nyotanguru. Movitu vyote pia Viumba vyo kwa uwezo wako Royangu na ikuimbie Jinzi wewe ulivyo mku Royangu na ikuimbie Nikifiki, rijinzi wewe mungu, 
ulivyomupeleka mwanao afeyazi chukue dhambi zetu koyatambu wanevegomno royangu naikuimbie jinzi wewe ulivyomku royangu We're just singing songs like the ones you sing here, but we are just translated into <laughs> another language. It's very good. Let me tell you, I've really enjoyed being in your country, interacting, meeting with different brothers and sisters. And uh, let me tell you, praising the Lord and seeing what God is doing too in this country. Although people say the country is coming down, but the guys that I've met, I have seen them very strong and on fire for the Lord. And I praise God for them and... Uh, also getting here and there and uh, enjoying your foods. And uh, I tell you, what you eat here every day is what of some of us back home we eat once in a year, and that is on Christmas Day. And let me tell you, I've been enjoying my, Christ, my Christmas every day here. <laughs> when it comes to chicken, then I'm a chicken man. <laughs> So on top of chicken, I've just added something uh, called corn bread. <laughs> I tell you, I'm really enjoying and uh, I really thank God. <laughs> so thank you. Uh, if you have your Bible, please. Second Corinthians chapter five. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse twenty. Before we read, I just want to remind you this. Do you know that you are special and important person before the Lord? How do you imagine if somebody loves you? How do you respond to that person who loves you so much? Always I'm reminded of my wife. For the last 24 years, I've been with her. The man, how much she loves me. And every time I think of the love she has for me, also I have to, uh, to do something to respond to that love. By doing exactly what can uh, uh, please that person who loves you. So if you are a special person, important person under the Lord, how have you been responding to his love to you? Verse 20. Yeah, we see from nine, uh, verse uh, 19, uh, 17 through 19, yeah, Apostle Paul talking about the ministry that they were involved in. And then when it comes to verse 20, it says, Now then, we are ambassadors. We are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, 
we pray you in Christ's stead be reconciled to God. Father, we just want to thank you this morning and thank you for this opportunity that, Lord, we can open your word and share. We pray that the Holy Spirit of God cause us to understand what you want us to know this day. Help us and be with each one of us in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning I'm talking about we are ambassadors for Christ. We are ambassadors for Christ. Who is an ambassador? Who is an ambassador? An ambassador is a minister of the highest rank assigned to a foreign sovereignty as an official representative of his own sovereign. He's a special person, important person, who represents his country to another foreign country. Even during the Bible time, the word ambassador referred to the special people important people in the community. People would be asked to speak on behalf of the entire community when it comes of, to something that needed maybe explanation. So an ambassador has been a special, a special person. So here the Apostle Paul is saying that we are ambassadors for Christ. That excites me. So we have an African setup. An African setup? This is what we mean by the word ambassador because sometimes when you go into the countryside, uh, we meet people who have never been to school and who don't know what the word ambassador means. And we have to cause them at least to understand what the word ambassador means. And this is how we frame it to these people. Is somebody who knows you better and can speak on your behalf. For example, I don't know if many here will agree with me. Many times people have come to a home when I'm seated with my wife and uh, they ask me something, anything maybe about my family, about my ministry, or maybe about, about another thing. Most of the time, because when they ask, I have to at least to take time, think of what I can at least uh, tell this man. And most of the time, my wife speaks over. <laughs> Then Satan's like, and she's saying the truth. <laughs> because now my wife has just spoken. I, I can't say that again because she has represented me correctly, perfectly. So she is my ambassador. <laughs> just love my wife, I tell you, when it comes to that. <laughs> so I don't know if many have experienced that in your home. Maybe someone asks you a question, then your wife uh, takes that question and asks. Because they are closest person and they know us better. And they can represent us, represent us in our absence. So that is what Apostle Paul here was trying to tell the people. Eh? That we are the representative of our Lord Jesus Christ. An ambassador is both a messenger for and a representative of the, uh, the one who sent him. As an ambassador, ambassador does not live in his own country to become an ambassador, ambassador has to live in a foreign country where he represents the interest of his country. 
So when the Apostle Paul here is talking about we are ambassadors, is referring that we are not of these ones that from the time we heard the word, convicted us of our sin, and we turned to the Lord in repentance and have faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and became his sons. We are no longer the people of this world. We are heaven-bound people. So he was telling now that since we accepted our Lord Jesus Christ, we are his children. We are no longer of this world. Even our Lord Jesus Christ said in John 17, 16, that we are not of this world. So when he talked of ambassador, we are representing God who is in heaven in this world. And all believers who have believed our Lord Jesus Christ are ambassadors. And if all believers are ambassadors, then they should be about doing their work as ambassador. And if you claim to be, or you say you are an ambassador, and you are not fulfilling your duties as an ambassador. Are you surely an ambassador? And if not, why? Are you not doing your duty? Maybe there might be a reason. But all ambassadors have to live in a foreign country and represent their sovereignty. Here we see uh, Paul writing the, uh, uh, to the Hebrews. 11.13 says, we are strangers and pilgrims. So our home is not here. Hebrews 11.15. Here are the faith heroes. They say, if they were mindful of the country where they came from, they would have had an opportunity to go back. But now they are not mindful of that country where they came from. They are looking for a country whose builder and maker is God. So they were looking forward not now backward from where they are, they have come. Paul writing the Philippians 3.20, telling them the word conversation is translated citizenship. Our citizenship is not here. It's in heaven where our Christ is, seated at the right hand of God, interceding for us. First Peter 2.11 talks of we are aliens, strangers, Pilgrims on this world added to a better country, which is in heaven. So since we are ambassadors, and also, you know, uh, this also we have to know. As an ambassador is not sent to a country where there is enmity. Always you will send an ambassador to a country where you are friendly to. This means God has not done with the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John 3.16. So God is still about loving people. And now we are the ambassadors. We are the ambassadors because we know him. Better, He lives in us. He directs our life. Now we need now to go to this world who doesn't know our God, who doesn't know our God better, that we teach and explain to them. 
especially when you come across somebody who doesn't know the Lord, that is our world. We need at least to pray God that will give us an opportunity to witness to these people and tell them much about God. And that's all what we're all about. So we speak on behalf of our Lord Jesus Christ. So I want to ask you this. Do you realize that you are among the most trusted person? Yes. We are because we are saved and we have the Bible. We have the message that we can go. And the Lord is just looking at us. What are we doing with what he has given us? It's like somebody gives you something and then you keep it in the pocket. You've been given money. You put it in the pocket and you are just angry. You don't go in the restaurant and eat and you have the money. Whose problem is that? So we need to use what God has given us. No much how little we can do for the Lord. But it's looking at us at least to do something that in turn can give him honor and glory. We are here to glorify the Lord. Our life, our conversation, our ministry should be to glorify the Lord because we are his ambassadors. Let us see who is an ambassador then. The qualification number one. His qualification, the qualification of an ambassador, he must be a born again, saved person to be an ambassador. The problem is sometimes, back home I find people and then I ask them, uh, are you doing the work of God? I say no. Then I uh, said, what can prevent? Only thing that can stop somebody from being an ambassador if he's not born again. Saved. We are saved by grace through faith. So if somebody is not saved, that's one of the qualifications for one to become. He must be born again. And we have a tremendous statement in this chapter 5, verse 17. What does it say? It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. A born again person is a new creation in the Lord. He lives a changed life. For example, I shared with you, when I became saved, it was a kind of a joke in my community because people are laughing, saying, oh, you understand the Bible, is a done to what? And let us give him one month, let us give him another month, let us give him another month, let us give him another month. They have been giving me month, month since 78 up to now, and they see me <laughs> still growing in the Lord. Because the first thing they started seeing in me, they saw my lifestyle change. I started living a life that... Uh, honors our Lord Jesus Christ. My conversation, my ways totally changed because I wanted to be a representative of our Lord Jesus Christ to my, my community. And how will I do that? Is if I do things the way God wants me to do. And the way God wants you to do is the way that can bring back honor and glory to him. Those are the qualifications. He must be born again. Eh? His life totally changed. Lives for the Lord. And it's not only a person who talks about things, but who acts about things. Faith and grace work. 
I'm not talking about law and works, but grace, faith and grace works. If somebody is in the Lord, that faith that is in you, it's alive and it acts. It must act, must do something that people can see, can, uh, can see you living a changed life. So James 2, 18 says, works without uh, uh, faith without works is dead. So as Christians, we should live a fruitful life, the life that produces things that can give glory uh, to our Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, without faith, Hebrews eleven six. without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. So we need much of the word of God. We need to spend more time reading the word of God and in prayer for us to grow more stronger in the Lord. And I've seen this back home. Sometimes when you tell people we need to go to church and spend uh, at least more time reading the Bible, that some guys will say, uh, why can't we go for just maybe 30 or 40 minutes and go back? But when you tell them, okay, we have a sermon somewhere, it's going to start like uh, maybe two and it goes all uh, about six. Will you have time to come? Oh, the, yes, I'll come because you know there sermon are going to eat so you can spend more time eating than reading the word of God. So we need at least more time, more time in the Lord. And those are part of the qualification of an ambassador. Because the more you read the word of God, the more you become conversant with the word of God, and the more you will serve the Lord better. The problem, I don't know in this country, but back home, we are, uh, which we have encountered, there are people who speak the truth, but they don't speak the old truth. Because they don't have much time to study the word of God. They just speak a half of the truth. But it's us to speak or to preach the all truth of the word of God. And that's what we have committed to. Number one, after seeing the qualification of ambassador, let us now see the ministry of an ambassador. The ministry of an ambassador is to proclaim the word of God. Proclaim the word of God. Bringing, sharing the message. Showing people the way of how they can be back to their God. And this is the ministry that we have been committed to, to do. Any believer, I'm not talking to specifically, maybe a group of people or a pastor or evangelist, or that old people who believes in our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the ministry we have been commissioned, the Great Commission, Matthew 28, 19. Go all over the world and make disciples. That's to all. No exception. So we need to go and share this good news. There are people outside there who are dying for the anger of the word of God. They have not heard. Let us see the ministry. This word ministry. Uh, first, uh, second uh, Corinthians chapter 4 verse 1. And Second Corinthians uh, five eighteen. 
You see the word ministry there. Ministry of reconciliation. And Second uh, Corinthians four one. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry. I was looking at this word. The same word used in uh, chapter four verse one. And chapter 5, verse 18, is the same word. In Greek, it's dekonia. Means a service, serving, willing to serve. Willing to serve. Something that you're not compelled, forced. Because of your friendship, because of your love to your God, who has saved you, who lives in you and directs you. So you serve him willingly. Not being compelled, forced. So here the word is dekonia. Serving freely, willingly. And that is what we have to do in response to our God. The Apostle Paul said, therefore seeing we have this ministry as we have received mercy. Paul explaining how they received that ministry. It's because of the masses of God. What is mercy? Mercy, God is not giving us what we deserve. We deserve death. But God is not giving us because of his mercy. And because he has done so, in our response to this, in responding to this, we have to serve him as he wants us to serve him. We faint not. We don't give up when we think of the love of God. As I told you, sometimes my wife can ask me to do certain things that I will not do may be hard because she wanted something and I may be now getting almost home and he said, please, I wanted to bring me something. Because of the love that I have for her, I have again to go turn around, go again like three, four miles. Why? Even if I'm not willing, but because of the love I have for her, I have to. I don't get tired. We don't give up when serving our Lord. Sometimes things are very rough. But we should not. Give up. Continue serving. This is what he was telling the Corinthian church in chapter 4 verse 1. So verse 18 here, it says, And all things are of God, who has reconciled us to him by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. He has given us the ministry of reconciliation. So here we see we have this ministry to serve, to go. Rich people, share with them that people are waiting. Remember the eunuch. When he was reading the Bible, he couldn't understand what he was reading. <coughs> and then Philip came by him. Then asked him, are you, do you understand what you're reading? Say, how can this happen if there isn't somebody who can show me? Help me to understand. So there are people outside there who want to know this Lord. Who want to know God, but they don't have somebody to go and explain. And whom are they waiting? Are waiting for somebody who knows the Lord. And who is that person who knows the Lord? It's you and me to go and show them the truth. There are so many longing hearts outside there that are waiting for us. So please, we don't know when is the Lord coming, sooner or later. Until he comes, we should be about doing at least something that gives glory to God. Don't forget, one day, 
we are going to stand before the Lord. We are going to stand before the Lord. Will you have any fruit to present to him? Thinking of all that he has done for you. Isaiah 52 verse 7. How blessed are the feet of them that preach the gospel. How blessed are those people who goes out, man, eh? to preach, to share the word of God. Isaiah 33 verse 7. The mighty shall cry without an ambassador of peace. If there isn't an ambassador of peace, then the mighty are going to cry. And if they have an ambassador of peace, who is you and me, these people will not cry. So we have a duty. We have something to do for our Lord. God is after multiplication. God wants people to multiply. Adam, we told Adam, be fruitful and increase or multiply and subdue the earth. That's Genesis 1, 27, 28. Genesis 9, when God spoke to Noah, he told him, bless him to multiply and increase. Calling Abraham, Genesis chapter 12, he told him, and through you, through you, the nation of the earth shall be blessed. God want to see his work enlarged. God want to see our territory enlarged as we wait for his coming. And I thank God for some who are not going, but they are praying, they are supporting. For example, like in this church, I know some of you, Maybe you've not been in a, in a foreign ministry. But your support has gone. And because of that support, enables those people who are on the ground to move further ahead with God's work. And that's why we thank you. And that's why I'm here. To really thank you for supporting us to do what God has called us to do. After seeing the ministry of an ambassador, let's see the message of an ambassador for Christ. The word of reconciliation. That's grace. That's grace. Verse 19. It says, And to wit, that God has in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. He has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. How has he done this? Verse 21. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. This is a message that we have to take. There are people who are suffering, dying 
hopelessly because they don't know if anything has been done on their behalf. They need to know that Jesus was offered on the cross for our sins. When we put our trust in him, we are forgiven and we become free. The death of Jesus Christ reconciled us back to God. You know, it is people who ran from God, who have gone far from God, not God from people. So it's now people who need to be reconciled back to their creator, to their God. And this is what they need to know. How? And the word of God has this answer. So you need somebody to explain this word to them. We have the treasure, Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. What message do we have? The Apostle Paul tells the church, but we have this treasure in Eden vessel that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We have this treasure in hidden vessels. Treasure is something that is very special, valuable. And that is what we have in this hidden vessel, our body. This is an hidden vessel. But the treasure that it is, is in us. And that is the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is the gospel. We need to go out and share this word to the lost community, lost society. People are crying, dying without Christ. <coughs> in northern Uganda where we serve the Lord when you go there <coughs> after preaching these people don't let you go say pastor don't go stay stay preach again when are you going uh, when you know, I have to go. Say, when are you coming again eh? because they want to hear that things are hearing for the first time and brothers and sisters let me tell you we should not presume that everybody knows that people will still and need to be told the word of God so we have, and that the treasure that every believer has, that is the word of God in us, the gospel. And we need to go out and share this. You are a special person. When God looks at you, you are a special. And he wants to use you. Do more. Are you willing to be used by him? Are you willing to be used by him? Have you ever been somewhere serving the Lord or witnessing? Do you have some fruits that are brought off when you stand before the Lord? You'll show him. So God loves you and wants you to be used by him and enlarge his kingdom. One day, sooner or later, we are going to stand before him and be rewarded for what we did here. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor.